On this episode of Diet Starts Monday, we update y'all on our lives, get up to speed on the haps, and get hype about what's to come. So enjoy. It's your three favorite cows, thriving on the East Coast, figuring it out and always doing the most. We've got our ups and downs at the end of the day. Don't forget... Diet starts Monday. And we back. We're here. And we back. And we back. And we back. <laughs> We're here. Happy Monday, people of the world. Uh, because we are back. We are better than ever. We are excited. School is back in session, literally for some people out there, for some of us as well. Oh my gosh, updates. Um, but yes, we're back in here. So I guess speaking of that, let's just kick it off. Like, let y'all know, like last time we all talked, we were, you know, we've always been tweeting and speaking and collaging things into existence but some of those things have existed they are official um Aj do you want to take us away with some with a little life update yes because I have a new life um I started school I'm at Columbia doing things um don't come find me there Uh, maybe I shouldn't put my location on blast anyways um yeah I like started classes and stuff and it's terrifying but exciting and I'm meeting people and doing things and I quit my bum ass job for real, for real this time. So overall life is grand having a great day. So that's my mini, my mini update. I feel like there's more that we'll get into throughout the season and whatnot, but that's the reader's digest. I love it. Yeah. I feel like we'll, I'm sure all that will come out with time. Um, The only thing I have to say for myself, it's been a pretty, Lovely summer. I've I've missed our recording session, so it's fun to be back in the virtual studio, so to speak, with y'all. Uh, the update, I guess, for me would be that I am now a Midwest gal. Um, so we are in different time zones recording, which is cool. Um, shout out to Aj and Maya for staying up late since I'm an hour behind, and the devil is still a liar, even in Chicago. Um, so sometimes I still get off real late, like, but the city is great. There's lots of fun food. Um, I'm going to have to buckle down and get a real ass winter jacket. But besides that, I'm just like happy to be here. It's been real pleasant. So shout out to a successful move. Also shout out to Maya while we're on the podcast, because like for real, for real, her and our other, uh, lovely good friend, uh, sis Janae, uh, piled into a U-Haul with me and drove like 12 hours across the country from good old little Maryland to Chicago. Uh, and we didn't die. And we dragged all my stuff up to the second floor of this building um, successfully. Um, and Aj was there and our other friend, Jill. It was a cute time. We had a little reunion in Chi-Town. So good way to kind of start this new saga in life. Um, but overall, summer's just been bomb. And for real, like, we're just hyped for Aj. As she already said, she left her bum ass job that has been like the bane of her existence for too long. Too damn long. Um, Maya, I'm going to toss it over to you. What was like the best part of your summer? I know you took some trips and stuff, but I don't know what the specific highlight was for you. 
Um, probably it ending. Summer was annoying and like stressful and busy because work. So there were a tri- there was a trip here or there. Saw Italy. It was gorge. Got older. That was annoying. But really, just working. Hashtag twerking all day and night. Truth. For those of you who aren't familiar, Maya's like hustle for work picks up dramatically. Like, is that it's high in the summer? Um, so although she is a busy worker bee, she did manage to be the best pizza queen of her life and do the Italy thing at least. So we're we're hyped for her for that. Uh, were you gonna? Did you have other feelings? Oh no, just that I wish I was in Italy, but your girl is poor now. Happy, but poor as hell. Rad student life. Huh. Well, that's like the, that's the, t- the tidbits of our lives, but there's also been just a lot going on in the world in, in the, in the time since we've last talked, I guess our last episode from season one aired in May. Am I, am I even right in saying that April? It was, I think it was May. Well, we are. Yeah. So basically we took the summer break that we, that isn't really super real in like adult life, but you know, we took one, so to speak. Um, but there was a lot of stuff that went on that y'all may or may not have been aware of, depending on, you know, how much you follow Twitter and other <laughs> sources of news. Um, so we're just going to like recap for a hot second for you. Um, some of the things that were big and, and happening, speaking of big, Where my big dick, dick energy. energy. <laughs> yeah like popularized by i think people on twitter or some social media based on ariana grande dating pete davidson and now engaged and people are like you know that guy must have bde and from there it just kind of went out is is my understanding of it i for some reason and this might just be that my primary association with bde is rihanna for some reason i thought it started with her but like that's just because I think she has the biggest of all the dicks, so. I feel that. I was thinking that. I think that she is definitely the most prominent figure of BDE. I don't know if you all would agree. I think she's the sole possessor of all the BDE. And then when she's willing to share with others. Everyone else is just an image. They, they can suckle on her, her D. But, you know, often, what is it? Often duplicated, never imitated. That's Rihanna. Uh, often imitated, never Yeah, duplicated. that was it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> We got you. Funny story about that. I take a train. Uh, uh, well, now I take when I take one of the trains across town, um, it is the BDE. Um, like those are the trains that run from that stop. And I took a picture of it and I almost posted it, but I was like, "You are above the age of fourteen, so we're not gonna make dick jokes on our Instagram anymore." But I might do it anyway. FYI. I feel like that was on Twitter at some point. So you you are not the only one thinking it. If that. We- helps you to feel young at heart (laughs) um some other things we did have some losses in the in the in the world um so r.i.p just want to give quick shout outs to uh aretha queen of soul and mac miller a little bit more recently Uh, any personal feelings or thoughts on all that y'all i know they may have had some significant impacts in y'all's lives um yeah you know aretha's the queen grew up on her music still have a bunch of her albums was playing them on repeat when i heard that she died but she had one of the best funerals that I've ever seen in my entire life. And I've seen a lot of funerals. Well, she had a home going service. It was gorgy. And I truly appreciated, you know, most of the performers. 
the guy who gave her eulogy sucks. So, you know, he'll get what's coming to him. But it was an overall an enjoyable eight-hour experience. It was the entire workday I sat and watched. <laughs> yeah. Do y'all have a favorite Aretha song? I think for me, it's definitely um, Natural Woman, like, which I think that's the parenthesis part of it and not the official title. But I just, I love that song. Mine is a toss-up between Chain of Fools and I Never Loved a Man because they're both from the spirit. Mine is like some new age Aretha stuff that having young parents caused me to grow up with. Uh, It's called A Rose is Still a Rose. I'm not hip to that one, but now I'm going to have to look it up. A Rose is Still a Rose. Mm -hmm. It's it's just like, it feels like your auntie is just like, look, I know you've been through some shit, but A Rose is Still a Rose, you know? Huh. That's like poignant and not surprising that she would be giving us such beautiful advice. And her legacy is huge. Like RIP, she's going to continue on in her status of icon, iconness. Thank you with her cash on the stage. You better get it, Miss Aretha. Honestly, probably the true originator of BDE because as you so like discreetly pointed out, Aretha Franklin always demanded to be paid in cash because she wanted her money and she wanted it now. Which I'm like, way to know what your worth is and say, don't I don't want your little check and your little banks. I want cash so I can hide it in my couch cushions and do with what as I please. And I need it up front. And I'm gonna drop this fur on the stage and I'm gonna make Obama cry. And I'm just really gonna be that bitch. And she was that bitch till the day she died, so and always quietly supporting the movement. Ugh, learned so many things watching her home go in service, but she's a real one. Yes. BDE, if there ever was. And also, she probably has a lot of gold buried somewhere. Mm-hmm. I feel like she was definitely that type. But um, in addition, and I don't know why this one really hit home for me, but Mac Miller OD'd, which was like kind of sucky. Um, I don't know. I He just like was like the soundtrack to my high school fuckery. I used to bop to that shit with my like crazy ass high school boyfriend which we won't get into him <laughs> but uh yeah that was like I don't know it was just weird I used to like I literally used to play stuff like on repeat on my way to high school and it just it felt like kind of like losing a friend in like a weird way but yeah R.I.P. Mac I used to wear a, a kid's hoodie that shit was tacky as hell but I think it's always a little I, I weird or hits home when someone who seems so close to us in age passes because you know just so young definitely not their time or never think it's their time um, so that always is a little little shocking and uh upsetting but definitely you know all the the positive vibes thoughts and prayers of that is you know your kind of thing uh to the friends and fam and loved ones of mac miller and aretha uh but beyond that in more news yeah there's definitely some good stuff that's been going on i feel like i feel like one of the i mean this was like milestone so something from the summer which i know isn't like a recent release but i really enjoyed i think we've all seen it at this point but crazy rich asians basically killing at the box office like still killing at the box office i think it was number one for at least three weeks straight if not longer um highest grossing labor day film of like all time of all time giving us goat status, like, and just Constance Wu being everything. Like we already knew, but it was so awesome to see her 
on the big screen. Looking stunning, acting. She wasn't even my favorite character. I was like here for Astrid the entire movie. Like Astrid was my favorite. And then Constance Wu was a second. And then the um I liked the grandma until the end. And also I, I liked what's his face? The boyfriend. The whatever. What's his name? Nick. He was cool too. Yeah. But Astrid, my girl. And Maya would totally catch this just, just like knowing from the jump. You probably took one look at Acid and was like, she's going to be a real ass bitch. And then lo and behold. She was just so nice. She helped that little girl with her bunny in the beginning. I'm like, ugh, a kindred spirit. <laughs> Other goat things. Uh, John Legend is an EGOT, making him the first black man in history. And the youngest and person the youngest. in history, right? Yep. He's a baby. Well, he completed that shit. I just, I go up for John Legend and Chrissy Teigen. I, like, it's basic as hell, but they just, they're just unproblematic for now. <laughs> I'm just really excited for Luna to have another toy to play with. <laughs> I feel that. Yeah. But, I mean, I stand John, so I'm, like, so hype about the you got. I think that's one of those things that I just, I can't even fathom. Like, even getting honored, nominated, or awarded for, like, any one of those individual like awards is huge in and of itself. So to be that, I guess, recognized across so many different uh, platforms, uh, theater, TV, movie, music, like all that stuff. And of course, a lot of his stuff had to deal with him being a musician. So music for television or production credits and all, but it's just like, that's such a fucking hustle. I am glad. He got it, his Tony for producing and not acting because, as previously mentioned, we did not like JCS that much because it was not good. But, you know, that production credit is real. Valid. Still doesn't, like, definitely doesn't take away anything from, like, that accomplishment. Bomb as shit. Other good stuff in the world, international uh gay sex being legalized in india pretty recently like that's a huge milestone and shout out to all the queer folks out yonder that's you know just another huge step um in such a huge country i mean one of the most populated countries on the planet yeah that's exciting as fuck because i mean i know it's not you know legalizing marriage or anything but that's like a massive step in the right direction you know um like there's obviously always still work to be done but like Shout out to y'all for at least progressing, you know? Yeah, got to celebrate the, the the baby steps along the way. So all the thumbs up and hypeness for India. Um, so that's dope. Yeah, over here, we're, <laughs> you know, just kind of putting the car in reverse, but that's a separate conversation. Hey. Um, my, I think my other favorite thing to happen in the entirety of the last couple of weeks, um, and I don't know if anybody else will agree, but uh, the new Nike campaign uh, with the emphasis and the spokesperson being Colin, like we are very much about that and people burning their shit over it, which is so great. I love it. I love it. Be angry. Be angry, you nasty racists. Anyways, um, that literally, <laughs> I was having a really rough day when that whole thing dropped. I was like, look, I know like I wanted a new life and everything, but I really just like, flip that bitch upside down and I was like what are you doing why like why did you do this everything is a mess you know like you gotta like I don't know yeah I was it was just a day 
and my friend was like have you seen this blah 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 and I was like why is a fucking Nike commercial so inspirational right now but it was basically just like everything seems crazy until you do it and you know stand for something even if it means sacrificing everything like that's some like real shit you know I'm also excited because I needed new tennis shoes and stuff but now I know exactly what brand I'm gonna get (laughs) Nike good job support he has i mean his line that they previewed already sold out i think in like half an hour or less and it was just a a jersey so i can only imagine what the actual like clothing and shoes that they put out in his line are gonna look like so i don't need any more shoes but i will buy them ftc and more sweatpants because you can never have too many pairs Agreed. So Nike, in conclusion, take our coins. Please have them. You already had them, but now you can have them even more. <laughs> yeah, no, because I they, they're, they're my go-to anyway. But now I'm like, maybe I should just go buy something just to support. And their, um, their stock went down because white people, but their sales went up because everyone else. <laughs> um, I think their stock jumped back up, though, didn't it? Oh, I'm sure. I'm because sure I think it closed last night at like $89 a share, which is like the highest it's ever been. That's amazing. Well, good shit. That's what happens when you stand on the right side of history. Um, I think only other thing I can think of is um Serena and Naomi. So, well, first, Serena's um, bullshit with the cat suit. Um, so she showed up in a tutu, which we love a good troll. Um then the whole like the I think the thing that frustrated me so much with the situation with the ref is that people were like oh she needs to control her emotions and everything like that it's like she's been controlling her emotions for the entirety of her time playing tennis one and two like stop policing it's that whole thing where it's like stop policing my reaction and start telling people how to act you know or like start policing other people's actions I think is the whole thing um do y'all have any thoughts on that I don't know I've it sucks that it taints, or not really taints, but, you know, it creates some sort of um, controversy around uh, Naomi's win, but, like, you know, conversation to be had there. I don't know shit about tennis, and so I know, like, minimal about, like, the whole thing and the call, and all I know is that, like, she was, like, docked a whole game, which, or I guess match, or whatever you call it in tennis, which basically, you know, allowed, or not allowed, but made it so Naomi won in a way that was like, oh, well, I guess it could have still gone one way or the other, which kind of made it maybe feel like not a complete victory or something for for her, which which sucks, of course. But I think what I took, at least from the aftermath of it all, was it was really awesome to see Serena and Naomi like really supporting one another and just side by side, like even Serena at the end, she's like, you know, this, even though this happened, I stood up for myself and a lot of the focus got drawn on to me or this aspect of it like it's it's still when it comes down to it isn't about that like it still wanted people to be celebrating and like happy for Naomi of course like no hard feelings between the two of them which I thought was really beautiful um and it was just dope to see those two in that like that final together of the U.S. Open that was awesome right I was gonna say no matter who won we were winning (laughs) so it yeah Congrats to her, I guess, is the should be the summary there. Yeah, I think Serena was going to lose regardless. It just sucks that it turned into what it did as opposed to being a she lost purely on like the basis of talent and skill because she wasn't playing great tennis. 
and Naomi is the future of tennis and I think they both know that and so um whatchamacallit also all these people aka the news trying to diminish Naomi's Haitian heritage and just focus on her Japanese heritage which she does play for Japan so I get it but shout out to her she's 20 years old and it's always sunning them like yeah I also grew up in a Haitian household like I was only in Japan till I was three but I grew up Haitian in New York and now I live in Florida and then Ellen tried to set her up with Michael B. Jordan Ellen is a real one tbh so wow um Naomi's really awkward and I'm like into it. She's really funny and I'm excited to see what she does with her career. Shout out to her dad who gave all the props to, uh, is it Richard Williams, their dad? He's like, he laid the foundation and gave me the playbook and I just had to follow it step by step. And that's why my girls play as well as they do. So way to give props where props are due. Yeah, agreed. I agree with all that. But um, yeah, I guess... We're this week not really uh, going to go into a topic per se, um, but kind of just go over it like as a, a bit of a teaser, kind of what we want to do this season. Um, yes, we have seasons because we're bougie. Um, so it was my idea. So I feel like I kind of want to give the table or the table, the what's it called? The stick, the talking stick. The talking stick. Anything? It is now. <laughs> I want to give it to you to, to discuss. Oh, thank you. I accept the stick with such fervor and joy. Yeah, so we are officially in quote-unquote season two, which just means we did a bunch of episodes, and then we stopped for a long time, and now we're doing some more. But um, in an attempt to progress our message and really figure out what this show is about and what we're about... I had this brain blast. Shout out to those four years I spent in college studying things. And I was like, you know, we spent... That's Jimmy Neutron. Hello. Um, Ten episodes talking about these big picture ideas of, like, what it means to be in your 20s and to be an adult and, like, how that affects your relationships with friends, family, romantic relationships, money, so on and so forth. Reflection, etc. And so looking ahead, I was like, you know, there are so many people that we know, people that we don't know, maybe the people we've heard of who are our age and are just doing really, really dope things. And a lot of the work that they're doing, whether it's a job, a hobby, a business venture or whatever, I seem to notice that it had a lot of ties to um, some identity that they held, whether it's race gender, sexual orientation, profession choice, so on and so forth. So I'm like, why not take the next couple of episodes to sort of explore what these people are doing, why they're doing what they're doing, and sort of how being this age and being who you are affects the decisions we make with the work that we want to do, which is a really long-winded way of saying that we are looking forward to interviewing some really dope people over the next couple of weeks and really just poking their brains about like, you know, you have this really cool business. What's what made you want to do it and why? Mr. Fellow 20 something year old or miss or non-binary person. We're into all of it. Also true. Uh, and then I and Brandon, we had the great idea of saying, Hey Maya, 
That's a great idea. So now we're doing it. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Collaborative. Maya just calls the shots here, y'all. Don't get it twisted. Um, but anywho, so that's just kind of like and uh, where we're going to be headed with everything. But for now, this was just the teaser. So get excited. Uh, I thought you were coming and you were going to sit down to a nice, long, cozy episode where we promise not to be long winded. But we really hit you with that shorty for the first time and probably the last time ever. (laughs) All of (laughs) us. I'm shocked. You're welcome. (laughs) That's it. We're leaving. We're literally walking out of the studio right now. We're just backing away and it's getting quieter. I'm going to walk away from my computer until the cables that are in my head pull it over and break it. That's how I'll know that I'm gone. But you know, we 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 like can't leave our audience hanging because I feel like they come back every other week. And if nothing, we give them two very special gifts at the end of every episode. Oh! And it's a fun face to look at and a good song to listen to while you're looking. Mm, what a summary. And so in an attempt to, you know, not disappoint, we're we're going to give you your gifts. We're not going to leave you hanging. Because we're just generous ass mofos. Right, guys? And gal? Bright persons? Yeah! Retweet. Uh, read. Okay. So, Maya, hit us with that ass. All right. So, um, I don't know if y'all know, but there is just this... Little little show on this little channel called HBO called Insecure. HBO's the channel, Insecure is the show. And we had to wait all wait, summer. I don't know. I gave it a that second to process. Um, that was sorry. Continue. No, it's fine. You let it out. I think they know where I'm going with this. But yeah, so there's this little show, and we waited all summer for it to come back because Issa just likes to play Prentice likes to play they all just stay playing with all of our feelings but it came back and it did not disappoint Issa's back on her shenanigans doing wild things and one of those wild things is a wild wild thought by the name of Nansford aka Nathan aka Kendrick Mother loving Samson. Oh, Lord. Those eyes. Yes. And some of you might remember him if you are fans of Shonda and How to Get Away with Murder. He was like He played pretty... Mr. Caleb Hapstall, a yes. sister fucking parent murdering weirdo. <laughs> sister fucking. <laughs> True. Yeah. But they weren't like biological sibs, so still it was weird. still weird, but like still a different weird. kind of weird. Yeah. So Kendrick showed up episode one showed up in Issa's car. Issa's driving Lyft. Party lift. He showed up in her lift, got in a little fight with someone, gave her a big ass tip. And it was in that moment that I knew that he would not be leaving our spirits because they just highlighted him too much. And then he came back and he came back with a vengeance. Episode four. And we got to see his pretty, pretty, pretty little butt. And then episode five, we got to see a lot more. But all I'm saying is, Kendrick Sampson, you are very fine. I see on Twitter that you voted for Cynthia Nixon today. So I'm very proud of you. You made a good political choice. 
but yeah, he's just really fun to look at. And I'm sc- I'm stressed about where this storyline is going on the show, but I know we'll always have the Ferris wheel. That's oh, that Ferris wheel scene. I'm sweating. I won't even get into it because one day my mama might hear this show and she don't need to know about all that. So who? That was me relieving you after you popped a molly and we're sweating. <laughs> but anyway, uh, for the sake of us of us sticking to what we just told you all we were going to do, which was be like not long winded, <laughs> I will I will take us to the end. Um, okay, so I have a bop that I've just been jamming to. I mean, there have been a lot of great songs over the summer, and this is not really even like a summer anthem or shit. So maybe y'all have heard it, maybe y'all haven't, but I have been having it on repeat. It is this song called girls need love by summer walker um and it is just oh a slow jam God. good and song i sent it to Aj the other day and I, I don't even know why i didn't send it just to all of the, the 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 group chat basically but the video has roller skates so you already know that it's lit um and it's just a slow jam and basically y'all can hear it and listen to it after this but she's it's just she's talking about how like i want she literally says like i need some dick like that's one of the lyrics but she's just basically saying like Yo, girls need love. Girls need to be, to get theirs. And like, I just think it's a dope message and a really sexy song. So without further ado, just uh, listen to it and make of it what you will. Honestly, I'm trying to stay focused. You must think I got to be joking when I say, I don't think I can wait. I just need it now. All right, y'all. So our time this week was short, but what it was um, very, very sweet. I think we're all excited to be back, get back on our hashtag grind, bring y'all some good content. We already have some dope people lined up that we're going to get to chat with that I'm just super hype about. And hopefully y'all are getting super hyped too, but we are leaving for realsies this time. So y'all, we'll be back in two weeks. And in that time, I will still be Maya. I'll still be Ash. (laughs) And I may very well be Brandon. And we hope that you'll soon start your diet. But, uh, (laughs) Bye, y'all. Bye. This week's episode of Diet Starts Monday was produced and edited by Maya Dawi with production support from the entire DSM squad, including Brandon Chat and Ajane Truss. Our theme song was written and performed by Brandon Chat and improved by Queen B herself. You can find episodes of this show on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud, and you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DSM Pod or on Facebook at Diet Starts Monday Podcast.